I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Okay, let me tell you now that I have never been in a love-hate relationship with any K-drama until... I watch this series. It was either I hate it or I loved it. Sure, there were some K-dramas that took a while before I finally loved it. And this is what we call as slow burners. A good example of that is the K-drama When the Camellia Blooms, which at first I was like, do I continue watching it? Masasaktan ko bang feeling si Opa Kang Hanol kapag tinigilan ko na siya? But... Eventually, things got better and it is now one of my highly recommended K-dramas. So it was easier, it was always like that, but never a case of love-hate relationship where at one point I hated the K-drama and then I loved it and then I hated it and then I loved it. But that is how it went for the K-drama that we will be talking about in today's episode. And that K-drama is... Taxi driver. Hey there and welcome back to Tita Talks. This is your Tita, Tita Marian. And in this podcast, we talk about K-drama. Now, a friendly reminder again before we start today's episode. This is a K-drama review. So there will be spoilers. (laughs) So if you haven't seen the K-drama that we will be talking about today and you don't like people giving out spoilers, please go ahead and skip this episode and listen instead to my other episodes like episode 142, which is my top five crime K-dramas where I share with you um, my top five highly recommended K-dramas that is all about police procedure or crimes or di kaya episode 147, which is teens of K-drama where I talk to young K-drama fans on how they started getting hooked on K-drama and what K-dramas appeal to the younger generations. So yeah, you can listen to those or any other episodes if you don't want any spoilers. But if you have already watched today's featured K-drama and are ready to talk, well, listen, <laughs> more of listen to my thoughts on this 
K drama. Then let's begin. So, Taxi Driver is a 2021 SBS TV K drama that stars Lee Ji Hoon, who you probably remember from the K drama uh, Signal, which is a favorite of mine, and Esom or Isom. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it's spelled as E S O M. So I guess it's Esom, who I remember from the K drama, another favorite K drama of mine, which is because this is my first life. So the two of them, along with other stars, form the cast of the K drama Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is a is about this underdog revenge call service. So Lee Jeon's character Kim Doki, along with a few more characters, form this team or this Rainbow Taxi Company, which is a group that answers the call of victims looking for revenge on people who committed crimes on the team. So by day they are taxi driver mechanics and all that, but at night they are the revenge call service. So the K drama is 16 episodes and was based on the webtoon The Deluxe or Deluxe. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce things. Deluxe ta- Taxi Driver by Carlos and Lee Jaejin. Now the series aired from April 9 to May 29, 2021, and it was one of the most talked about. K drama during that time, and I even did a news feature or some sort in a previous episode of mine. So, why did I have a love hate relationship with the K drama? Well, let me first say that all I'm about to say are from my own opinion, meaning that whether I liked it or not, that's my opinion. Okay. It's a K drama review, and if you liked it or hated the K drama, then that's on you. So it's your opinion. I respect that as well. Okay. Now, if you wanted to share your thoughts on this K drama or wanted to be in the show for a K drama review like this, then send me a message. Okay, naghihintay lang naman ako. I'm always looking for someone to talk to. So on my Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at TalksTita. Alright, so I'm available on any social media accounts. I even have TikTok. I don't know why, but I do have TikTok. It's also at TalksTita. So you can hit me on any of those social media accounts if you want to join me for a K-drama review. All right? I'll be waiting. Okay, so you probably know I suffer from K-drama FOMO <laughs> or fear of missing out in terms of K-drama. So when this K-drama started to be in the K-news or Korean news and people were talking about it, saying that it's the most epic or this good K-drama, blah, blah, blah. You know I had to bump it up on my priority list. Even though my list is list of pending K-dramas is as long as EDSA. Just ko, Lord. <laughs> Ang haba talaga ng pending K-dramas ko. So, when I started watching the first two episodes of it, and 
didn't really feel or see what people were talking about, I did the most Gen Z thing I could ever do. I tweeted that I didn't like it. <laughs> Which, of course, I took back after a couple more episodes. So, again, kids, when you don't like something, but you haven't finished watching it yet or have given it enough chances, keep it to yourself, okay? So you don't look like a fool like me when you realize it was actually good, okay? <laughs> when you had to... Ano nga ba yung term? Kinain yung... Su- Something. Yung sinuka or something. Ew, kadiri. Anyway, so here are the things that I loved about Taxi Driver. Number one, it's an underdog slash revenge K-drama. And like I always say, who does not love an underdog K-drama where those who were once bullied get to be the heroes and, you know, revenge you add revenge on it, then of course, you know that this is one of those K-dramas that will keep your heart racing and pumping. And, you know, all the fight scenes, the amazing planning, and the tax, the, the tactics that they do to get revenge on those evil, 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 <laughs> evil people. It, it was worth the high blood. Kahit ngayon, nang, pag naaalala ko, nanggigigil pa rin ako and I really, really loved that underdog story. So yeah, that's number one. Number two, most of the cases that the characters handle in the series were based on real-life crimes in Korea, which includes the infamous Wasong murders, which many Korean movies and K-dramas were based from, including my favorite, Signal. Okay, now as an international K-drama fan, I know most of us won't realize what the huge deal it is that a series talks about the real cases or at least based some of its episode on real actual cases. Honestly, I didn't know that they were based on real crimes until I watched the epilogue of some episodes where they talked to the victims or their families and they talked about the crazy Korean laws, which in fairness, hindi nalalayo sa kaguluhan sa justice system ng Pilipinas, which is very flawed then. Anyway, and... I guess that made a difference for me because as an international K-drama fan that is not fully aware of Korean news or what's going on on Korea aside from, you know, the showbiz news, I just thought that the crimes portrayed in the series were just some, just from the creative minds of the writers, kumbaga. But when I found out that some of them were based on real crimes, then I somehow saw the K-drama in a whole new light. Like I had a newfound respect for the writers and director for bravely talking about the flaws in the judicial system of Korea. Actually, for me, the whole series is a critique on how flimsy and useless some of the laws in Korea, which is a good uh, eye-opener. Parang ganun. Now, number three. I love Lee Ji-hon. His several disguises and the fight scenes. Oh my god. 
Lee Ji-hon in action coupled by the theme song Silence by YB, which is the song I played earlier. I felt so pumped up. Like, lumalabas yung ugaling sanggano ko na parang, ano? Anong hanap mo? Away or gulo? Ganun. That's the effect of the K-drama for to me, which is, of course, an achievement for Taxi Driver because... Driver. Driver. Which is because in, it's a fight scene. So, diba? Kung fight scene and the viewer started to cry, then you're doing something wrong. So, diba? If it's a fight scene and mga viewers mo ay katulad ko ng gigigil and pumped up as well, then you are doing something right with the series. So, yeah. That's one thing that I loved about Taxi Driver. Now, let me also briefly talk about the OST. Now, I of course don't expect a 10-song playlist from an action crime K-drama and I don't expect it to include happy and you know romantic songs and mellow songs and all that. I don't really expect that. But I do expect some rock songs that will be played during the fight scenes or car chase or... I don't know, fight scenes, yeah. And Taxi Driver does have that. Love the theme song, which is Silence by YB. And I also love The Runaway by Simon Dominic. It definitely added to the whole testosterone-filled scenes. Really loved it. Alright, next thing that I loved about the K-drama. So, the series, The Taxi Driver, where the main character, Lee Ji-hon's character, Kim Do-ki, is a taxi driver. So, of course, the series will involve several car races and car drifting, which is so cool. I never really appreciated them be- before, but Taxi Driver really made it look so Ang astig! Ang astig nung drifting, yung muusok yung tires. I don't know if I'm describing it right. I don't know anything about cars. So, all I can say, it's really cool. The car chase and, uh, you know, nagsaswerve. Which is, of course, not really a good thing if you're driving. You don't you don't really expect the drivers to be swerving like that. But yeah, it's it was cool in the series, of course. And speaking of cool, another cool thing about the K-drama are the gadgets and the technology that they showed in the series. Which, of course, are some of them don't really exist in real life. Alam ko naman, okay? But they added to the overall James Bond feel of the series. In yung feeling ko talaga. It was like a James Bond series where they have a mission and something like that. I really love the two characters in the series who are supposedly geniuses in terms of cars or machines. Whenever they come up with cool gadgets that can be used during the serv- during the, the service. What, what do you call them? Mission? Oh no, it's service. Anyway, so they create these cool gadgets and cool devices and buttons in the car. Really loved it. I really, really love that part as well of the series. But of course... Since watching Taxi Driver was a love-hate relationship, of of course I didn't love all of it. Bakit ako kinakabahan every time I say the things that I don't like? <sighs> okay, again, these are all my opinion. Again, 
I respect yours. Please respect mine.、I've, whatever. <laughs> anyway, here are the parts that I kinda hate about taxi driver. M M, excuse me. Ang arte. But did you know that you have three easy ways to show support to this podcast? One, use any of my affiliated links in the description box. We have Amazon, Shopee, Lazada. All you need to do is just click on the link before you shop, and that's one way to support this tita. Two, click follow or subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Cast, or wherever you are listening to. Three, share this podcast with your fellow K drama tito and tita, and that's it. By that, you will be helping this tita and supporting this podcast. Thank you. Sarangye. Number one, I really hated the first two episodes of the series. I know it was wrong of me to tweet about it, but. I really hated the first two episodes. They were boring, and I even have a, a note here on my notepad. I wrote all feels but nothing. <laughs> I guess it was because I expected revenge on the fight and fight scenes on the first episode, and but even after the second episode, it felt empty. So many loose ends or holes in the story that they tackled in the first two episodes of the series. Like for example, and I'm sorry, this is going to be a spoiler, but for example, remember when Maria was being visited by her younger brothers and sisters from the orphanage at the factory? I mean, it would have been so dramatic. I would have cried. Alam niyo naman na iyakin ako. I would have cried by the fact that those. I know kids were being shooed by those evil guys. Had I not been distracted by the fact that three young kids traveled without an adult to a factory in the middle of nowhere, like direct, I have so many questions. Like, how did they get there? Why are they were? How? how the, Ang dami kong tanong. Nasaan yung mga bantay nila? Like, direct. How did this happen? So yeah, I hated that part as well. I also hated the first stunt double of Legion. Okay, I don't hate the guy. Okay, but he was obviously not the same built, height, and hair. As Legion, so it was so obvious that he was a stunt double, and I guess I wasn't the only one who was bothered by it because eventually, the production team replaced him with someone closer to the build of Legion. Thank God. Just go. I don't even know what they were thinking when they hired the first stuntman or stunt double because. Even kids would know that they are two completely different people. And speaking of kids, okay, just in case you are thinking of watching Taxi Driver with young ones in the room, I suggest that you don't. Because even for me, who somehow has reached this level of desensitized to violence or whatever you call it, 
basta hindi na ako naano sa mga saksakan. Hindi na ako napapangiwi or what do you call it? Desensitize nga to violence and K-dramas. I felt that the K-drama on some episodes became too violent and gross. <laughs> sa totoo lang. So, I would like to discourage you from watching this K-drama with kids. And if you easily get dizzy from blood, then don't watch it as well because there will be a lot. But amazingly, the wounds and punches or punch marks easily go away in this K-drama, which is another thing that I hate about Taxi Driver. I hate whoever is in charge of the makeup of Lee Jihon because in just two days, in the K-drama, imagine, in just two days, not even two, like one and a half, let's say, the almost black and blue character of Lee Jihon, si Kim Doki, he turns into... In just one and a half days, huh? he turns into this poreless and moisturized character again. <laughs> like, come on. I know that this is just a K-drama, but you got to be a bit more realistic than that. You know, a, a bruise doesn't go away in just two days. Diba? Ito ordinary bruises. They were like really punch from punches from men, big men. Diba? And in just one and a half days? Pour less and moisturized again. Not even a mark, not even a band-aid. I just go. I don't know what cream they are using, but I would love to know what it is because I, I want to check if it's available on Lazada and Shopee, which by the way, I do have affiliate links to them. <laughs> so just in case you know that one way to help your tita and this podcast is to click on your, any of my affiliated links. So if in case we know what cream they were using to heal wounds and marks, bruise marks or whatever you call them in Korea, let's check if it's available on Lazada and Shopee because we need that. We need that kind of cream. Anyway, all right. So I did say I loved Lee Ji-hun and the several disguises or characters he did in the series, but I felt that the writers weren't creative enough because some of the char- characters were actually di- just the same. Like yung teacher and the you data employee character or disguise of Lee Jion, which is like the same character. They have the same personality, same mannerism, same, almost the same outfits. So, so parang... Uh, yeah, and even the businessman in the first two episodes was almost the same as the teacher and the U-Data um, ano employee. So, not really creative on that part, okay? <laughs> but the con man, and, or the, the businessman of episode, what episode was that? Seven, nine or ten? Basta yung con man. That was really good one. That is a different character. That's how you do it. And I and for that, I love Lee Ji-hoon in this K-drama. He was really good with that portrayal. Okay. But the rest, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> just a different hairstyle, maybe. Just glasses on the other one. But it's it's the same. Now I've been saying since the beginning of this episode 
that I had a love-hate affair with Taxi Driver. I hated it during the first two episodes. Then I loved it, especially episode seven to ten. But I actually ended hating it again. I know I'm so sorry if you feel offended because you love this K drama, but I don't really hate it. Hate it. It's more of a. I I, I was more of disappointed at how the story went. Case in point, Your Honor. Just in case you were wondering, case in point is episode fourteen. Now, in this episode, the criminals from episodes one to thirteen, who were kidnapped by Kim Doki's team, escaped and is now out to get them. So it's like the biggest Uno Uno reverse card. <laughs> In the K-drama world, the idea of criminals taking revenge is amazing. Had it not been for the fact that they did it on episode fourteen of a sixteen-episode K-drama, so all the heart racing and action-packed scenes were done on episode fourteen, leaving six fifteen and sixteen a bit. Boring, actually, but that is my point of view as an international K drama fan. Okay, if we take into consideration the point of view of Koreans, I think the ending of the K drama was actually good because this is how it went. Okay, just in case you don't know, haven't seen the K drama, so this is going to be another spoiler. And if you have seen the K drama, This is a good reminder of how it went. Okay, so after all the criminals have been properly booked by the police on episode fourteen, episodes fifteen and sixteen now deals with the personal story of Lee Ji Hoon, uh, Lee Ji Hoon's character Kim Do Ki. So you see, he joined the revenge taxi service when his mom got murdered in their home, and the Quote unquote suspect got detained, but committed suicide. So somehow he felt he got cheated because he wasn't e- he wasn't really able to get his revenge. Thus, him joining the revenge team. And in episode fifteen and sixteen, it was revealed that the suspect wasn't actually the real killer, but some psychopath who is act. Already in jail for another crime, and this said psychopath also confessed to another crime where someone was accused of and had already served twenty years in jail for it. Sounds familiar? It should be because that is actually what happened. To the Wasong murder case, the biggest and most controversial case in Korea, an innocent person was forced to confess to a crime he didn't commit because of police coercion, and finally got freed when the actual criminal confessed to it. And this was the last case dealt by the revenge taxi service in the series. Okay. So this is where it was based from. So many of us who don't know about the Wasong murder case and know how big it is, it may felt like a letdown because 
this is nowhere near as exciting as the events of episode 14. And let's be honest with that. But I guess to those who know or knows about the case, it was a proper ending because not only did the series show how the innocent victim's life was affected by the false accusation, Imagine 20 years, 20 years in jail for something you didn't do. So the series also showed the flaws of the Korean laws, mainly on the statue of limitation that they have for murder cases. So I guess it really is up to you whether that was a proper ending with the K-drama fulfilling its moral obligation of enlightening the viewers on social issues, which in this case is the reality of criminal justice in the country. Or it was a letdown in terms of storytelling because the story climax was done way too early, leaving you with Two more episodes that are nowhere near as exciting as episode 14. And I think this could probably be the reason why they had to change the writer in the middle of the series. So yeah, they did change a writer. And yes, I did felt the difference between the writings or the the series that were done by the previous writers or the episodes, sorry, the episodes that were done by the previous writer and the second one. I actually didn't know when the second one took over. I know that they had a different writer for the remaining episodes in the series, but I didn't know when. But when I started watching episode 11 to 16, I felt that this was different from how the rest of the episodes were done and true enough that actually is when the second one took over so i think it the ending played a huge factor why they had to change in the middle of series because they probably argued on how the to end the series i would have argued as well (laughs) if i was there i would have argued as well but Again, I'm just being honest when I said that I felt that it was disappointing for me because, again, I'm an international K-drama fan who is really more into the whole story. And I'm really sorry. I wish I could force myself to be more educated in terms of Korean laws and all that. But I am not. And I'm just a casual K-drama, casual viewer. So I guess that is why for me it was a letdown but again that is just my opinion and as an international k-drama fan i'm going to rate the series a 7.75 out of 10 i had my moments of joy with it with the k-drama but on some aspects it did let me down and even was too predictable so Again, that's not really good. If a K-drama is predictable, then it gets boring. So anyway, how about you? Have you seen this K-drama? Have you seen Taxi Driver? What's your opinion about the ending of the series? Do you think that the series should have ended with episode 14? Or do you also think that the discussion on the Wasong murder case was a better ending for the series? 
Don't forget to tag me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter, Instagram, it's at TalksTita. All right? And until the next episode, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.